Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. Time now to discuss the top market moving headlines that investors will be paying attention to and its potential implications. It is time for the Breakfast Brief, Ryan. Yeah, so taking a look at what happened overnight on Wall Street, we had yet again markets selling off. Not to the same extent the day before, but still jitters on Wall Street. That is just showing how much concern there is around growth prospects for companies, for the economy, and what might happen if the Federal Reserve hikes rates too much by too fast. So all that just factoring in into the rather weak showing in the stock market at least. And that's also being seen in the tragic yields falling as investors go to safe havens like bonds and to certain extent the safe haven currencies. So that's playing out on Friday. And we also had weaker than forecast US weekly jobless claims. Initial jobless claims came in weaker than expected. So that is a sign that maybe growth may be slowing as we see more people get unemployment benefits. And looking at how we've been getting commentary from many of these companies, uh, we've heard from Walmart, from Target, all of them talking about, by and large, increased pressure from rising costs, rising costs of labor, rising costs of fuel. So all those cost pressures eating into margins and also tightening the purse strings of consumers. They've been cutting back on spending, moving away from high margin items like fridges and TVs to the more low margin items like your everyday essentials. So that's what's playing out right now. The consumption mix is changing. The spending patterns are also changing. So something to keep in mind as investors try to digest how things will play out for the rest of the year. And looking ahead to China, tell me a little bit about the tech stocks there. Okay, so this is going to be a bit of a concern if you are tracking Chinese tech stocks. So we had yesterday the Hang Seng Tech Index down as much as 5.1%. And what weighed on the sentiment pretty much was Tencent Holdings. So they tumbled more than 8% after reporting its slowest revenue gain since going public in 2004. We also had Xiaomi falling ahead of its earnings release and we've heard from JD.com earlier this week with its slowest quarter on record and not too long ago we had Alibaba with its slowest growth quarter as well for its period ending December for those three months. So we are seeing perhaps some plateauing of growth from these tech companies post-pandemic. Maybe things may be slowing down for them. It's quite reflective of what's going on with many tech companies these days as they try to rein in those spending expenses and also hold back on the projections as they start to see, hey, maybe you don't need that much people or that much uh, level of investment. So maybe it's time to hold back right now. So that's playing out in markets as we see Chinese tech stocks and also broadly Chinese stocks still under pressure as we see fresh COVID-19 outbreaks in key cities. And also policymakers have been promising support, but that has still not materialized so something they are watching very keenly for that to play out. Ryan, speaking of China, big day in Singapore today concerning NIO. So that's the Chinese electric vehicle maker making its debut on the SGX by way of introduction. So that is a quicker and cheaper route to listing on an exchange. It doesn't need to create any new shares. It's pretty much the same shares you're trading in the US markets right now. And of course, this is against the backdrop of the tensions between US and China, where you've got right in the middle, US listed Chinese stocks, 
with the threat of being delisted if they do not get their books being audited by regulators to the levels that the U.S. regulations require. So that is seeing many of these Chinese stocks or Chinese companies looking for a secondary market and Singapore has been chosen by NIO. And it's quite interesting to see how this will be lapped up by retail investors. You know, it's one of those growth names. EV is the next big thing. Mm. And of course, you've got now one of the biggest names in the EV space, NIO, being available or more accessible to many retail investors in Singapore. So this could pave the way for even more names to make their way here. Yeah, while NIO makes its debut in Singapore, U.S. President Joe Biden is in Seoul on a visit. Mm, so this will be one to watch for the headlines coming out over the weekend. Mm. So he will be in Korea to meet their new president, Yoon Suk-yeol, on the table. A wide range of interviews or issues, including North Korea's nuclear missile program. Also, the proposed Indo-Pacific economic framework by Washington and China's influence in the region. And President Biden will then leave for Japan for the Quad Summit, where he will be meeting the leaders of Japan, India and Australia. And of course, pretty much the same issues, Ukraine war, probably also trade relations and what else they need to do to just keep things stable. Yeah, well, U.S. President Joe Biden is in South Korea. A lot of news to look forward to over the weekend, Ryan, mainly the Australian federal election. Yeah, so we have a big day for Australians because they will be choosing a new leader tomorrow. So this is pretty much going by opinion polls, a tight race. You've got some leaning towards a change possibly with um, Labour Party leader Anthony Albanese possibly you know, being the new Prime Minister. And this, of course, would mean incumbent Prime Minister Scott Morrison his party coming down after nine years. So that is going to be one to watch over the weekend. And right at the top of the list of concerns among voters is the high cost of living, or at least the rising cost of living. Also, the state of the economy. And they really have their work cut out for them, whoever becomes the next leader of Australia. Yeah, certainly one to keep an eye out for promises to be quite an interesting uh, election there and to just see if Prime Minister Scott Morrison can stay in his role. What about the APEC Trade Minister meeting, Ryan? Okay, we have another meeting to watch over the weekend. So Thailand will be hosting trade ministers from the 21 countries of the APEC Forum or the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Forum. So this will cap off a week of discussions on the green economy, free trade and the APEC Safe Passage Task Force to reopen travel and regional connectivity. So maybe more good news on that front for the economy and for travel across the region. Yeah, I'm looking ahead to uh, the rest of the show, Ryan. At 8.35 on The Bigger Picture, you'll be speaking with Shane Oliver. Yeah, so we will be diving into many issues around Australia, what's happening with the elections. And of course, Shane is the Head of Investment Strategy and Chief Economist for AMP Capital. So on the table, looking at some of the differences in the economic policies for both parties, the Labour Party and the Liberal Party, and also the challenges being faced by the next Australian government. You know, things like how will they approach their trade ties with China and also the impact on markets, especially Australian dollar, with the outcome or potential outcome of the Australian elections. Yeah, really looking forward to that conversation. Ryan Huang will be back with a finance update at around 7.30am. Keep it right here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.